Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Enjoyed our conversation in the last episode with Jeff Lamucci, narrator, voiceover artist, and veteran in TV and radio. Let's join the conversation again. Here we go. You know, we've known each other for for 30 years. Voiceover and presentation, both radio and news, uh, excuse me, radio and television, they're different. One obviously is a visual. I remember coming over, literally leaving at four o'clock in the morning over to drive over to Bakersfield and watch you and your wonderful co-host do a good, good morning Bakersfield and, and all oh, yeah. five, <laughs> six in the morning and I'm driving through the fog and all that. But um, I, I think that we have a generation today, Jeff, that wants to be famous fast without putting in the work. And that's such a, it seems like a a real danger to me. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I, you know, I, my wife and I comment about it from time to time. You know, you look at, I noticed on the, the internet, they said something about the swag bags at the Oscars are not quite as um, opulent as they have been in the past because of inflation, I guess. So now, you know, they're still getting six figures in, in in the bag you know it's over well over a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff you know and my wife and i look at each other and go this is what people are following after you know they just they want to get rich quick they want instant success they want instant fame and it there's no such thing all the people that you and i admire on the screen or on coming out of the airwaves or whatever you know, they make it look so easy that people like us go, I could do that, but we couldn't. Mm-hmm. But there's just no such thing as an overnight success. You know, you've been, they've been working at it for years, perfecting that craft until finally a door opens that takes them, you know, down a, a road they may not have gone down otherwise. But right, right. I mean, yeah, it's a long, hard road. It doesn't happen overnight. A uh, person you would know that's a friend of mine is Scott Rummel, one of the top, yeah, yeah one of the top voiceovers in uh, in the in America, and and he's in the little club of you know, he thought he'd you know, uh, Robbie Robert Downey Jr., Michelle Pfeiffer in season starts Friday, rated R, you know that guy. Yeah. Well, there's there's about ten of them, maybe fifteen or twenty. Uh, that are in that club and it's like the secret handshake and Scott in a couple of seasons ago, if anyone listening to our, and please do anyone uh, listening to the six ways of Sunday podcast, go back a few seasons to Scott Rummel. And he has so much to say. We had four, we had four episodes. Also Scott likes to talk, but his stuff, stuff he talks about is great. Well, he's a voiceover. Of course he likes to talk. So (laughs) he mentioned that he'd spent 30 years 30 years of doing, you know, today at Ralph's avocados, $1.29 a pound. He did that. He would drive up to LA and do that every day back when you would drive up the five freeway to do that. And he talked about how he would look at the signboards 
off the five freeway, very congested, one of the oldest freeways for sure in LA. And he would look up mm-hmm. at the signboards. Disneyland opens on March 15th. You know, and he would warm up by wow. reading the, the signboards, the advertising signs on uh, the side of the road as he was stuck in traffic and as he went. But finally, after 30 years of all, oh gosh, I said, how many? Oh, hundreds of thousands of, oh, tens of thousands, mm-hmm. if not hundreds of thousands of, of voiceovers. There's so many, I've forgotten them all, except for a few. And then I get a call one yeah. day. Hey, we're we're interviewing. We want to demo, try out some new uh, theatrical trailer voices. Can you be here tomorrow at one? And he talked to his coach, and he was there. And boom, he did a great job. But he he showed up be- and did well because he was prepared, and he'd have thirty years to prepare for that. And the trick mm-hmm. was also just bring yourself, bring your A game, yeah. relax. Yeah. Do your best. You and and Jeff, you you understand exactly what we're talking about. You you're you're not tw- one is not twenty one coming into that. It was uh, in 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 yeah. Scott's case, he's fifty one, and and so uh, mm-hmm. when you bring that amount of talent and experience, you just that's your bedrock. That's your foundation. Now you've had your foundation. I'm sorry, I'm simply. Jabbering on here. There's a great uh, probably <laughs> English word, jabbering. You spent a lot of time at radio stations, and then also split your time, TV and back, and with with good results and bad. Because in radio and in TV, in local markets or any market, they could bring in a new guy because the ratings are low and they're not selling them ever. And all of a sudden, you're out of a job. You you must have had your highs and lows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, well, seven, 1975 to now, I don't want to do the math because it's probably going to be depressing, but <laughs> um, no, no. Yeah, over the years, I mean, if you sign up for a job in radio, you can f- pretty much sign up for uh, a format change at least once during your career. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, I've seen, I've been involved in radio stations that were doing great and then they flip formats because the folks in San Antonio decide they want to do country instead of news. That's fine. And then all of a sudden you, you show up one day and they say, sorry, we're flipping formats on Monday. You don't have a job. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you, I, well, I probably count on one hand, maybe four or five times having gone through that. that. Um, but you just have to be resilient. You know, you just, I can't take any of that personally. You know, it's business, it's not personal. Um, so you just got to roll with it and go, okay, now what? <laughs> right. But right. It's, 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 it's really a challenge sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think about this. I've, I've had a failed marriage. And I say that in, in the sense of uh, I was married to someone who didn't believe in film and TV and all that. And why don't you go get a job at McDonald's? Okay, let's put that aside. Mm-hmm. Could you say something? And I know you could, can, uh, about having a partner, having a spouse, having uh, your significant other that believes in you and you believe in, in her or him and uh, is going to stick with you through the highs and low. And I would also say, when they're a Christian and you can pray together, that's like times 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I go back just to my own 
experience, you know, before I started my own little voiceover business, I thought about it for a couple of years, for a number of years, kept telling my wife about it. She said, well, why don't you do it? And every, every time we had that conversation, the ultimate question was, what, you know, what are you waiting for? Um, and I can tell you that, uh, what, five years into it now, you know, I've worked out all, all the bugs pretty much, but it's still a grind. I mean, you still have to be, um, you still have to bring your A game and you still have to get up in the morning and do things you don't want to do because it's part of your business. And if I had to do that all by myself, or if I had a sense that my wife was not supporting me, I don't, I wouldn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, who wants to do this thing alone? You know, I, to, to know that Jan is supportive of me, um, you know, I'll, I'll play a commercial for her. I'll say, what do you think? She'll tell me. And then, you know, if I need to revise it, I'll revise it. And it's, we kind of work on it together, you know, and, and I mean, that's, that's just something that's invaluable to me. I, I don't know what it's like otherwise, because I haven't had that, but um, yeah, it's just, vital i think yeah. to to your own health is if your mm -hmm. partner can uh, come alongside and and be a support to you she's the best coach maybe that and maybe yep, go ahead yeah i was just going to say maybe maybe sometimes we, you know we we fear what we don't know and so maybe sometimes if, if, if a spouse is less than enthusiastic about my efforts maybe i need to bring her into it and say hey look this is what i'm doing and and, and explain it so that she has a, a handle on what I'm, what I'm all about, so she can yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just rambling at this point. Yeah, that's you okay. know me, I, I ramble. No, no, you're just a, a rambling rose. That's what you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that my with my wife Rebecca, uh, one of the benefits of the fact that I worked in media and television, uh, mostly television documentaries, is that Rebecca worked in healthcare. Uh, taking care in nursing homes. She ran nursing homes uh, as, the, as the boss. We were in completely different businesses. I mean, it wasn't like she was mm -hmm. a struggling actress and I was a struggling director. Um, what her, her mindset when she'd come back was, you know, I've got a 102-year-old person that is, you know, I absolutely love her, but I don't think she has much time left. And I say... <laughs> It's so good that she made it to 102 and she's in good shape. Yeah. But she would bring a perspective that was so, so much deeper than my worrying about whether a project got canceled or whether a check is late to me. And I mm -hmm. valued that. And um, I, yeah. I, I would say to anyone out there that your significant other uh, just have, and I say this also, hopefully to faith-based Christian believers, you just have to have a great relationship. And sometimes just mm -hmm. go out on a date, go get a coffee, go get whatever you're going to do, take a walk. Now, the one and, and pray about it, have a good uh, prayer life and have a great church that you can connect to where it's people you know, and they know you, and that takes time. I will also tell you, there's something that most people don't know is that Jeff and Jan uh, have a brood of boxer dogs 
that they have had for a (laughs) long time. And the thing with dogs is you could tell them anything and they'll look at you and they'll say, I didn't know that. Tell me more. Oh, you were having yeah. a bad, bad day. Yeah, if I, was, if I didn't realize I wasn't supposed no, to walk in the house with dirty paws. No, if you just scratch my tummy, I'll listen to you more. By the way, it's five <laughs> o'clock and I'm looking for my dog chow. You know, that. <laughs> so yes, you have they are very much creatures of habit. Yes. And they don't know they're dogs. They, they actually, no. they're humans. Yeah. We have, um, Pete is, um, is, seven and gino is nine and you lost bella right uh tessa we lost tessa Tessa Tessa. four or five years ago i think um yeah she was something else she would uh get in the back of my ford pickup and sit in the back seat and put her head on my shoulder as we were driving along yeah something else you miss her already and that's as i can almost see that as a director that's something right out of a good jeff bridges movie so there you go yeah, 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 there you go. Hey, talk about the importance of coaching. You you alluded to it. By the way, on the broad uh, on the podcast, hello everyone. If you're just jumping into this episode or uh, catching up to where we are, we're talking to Jeff Lamucci, a professional voiceover uh, actor, uh, and also has been uh, working in radio and television for forever. He's a great guy to listen to, and 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 fun, Thank you. and smart. And, uh, and, and, and he got, as time went by, he got more handsome. I don't know how you do that, but he did. So there you go. The, well, there you, there you really? go. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know. Your, your picture, eyesight got worse. It's either that or Photoshop. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah. Talk, you, you talked about a little, a little while ago, you talked about the importance of coaching. I, you got to think, Jeff, oh. talk about it. The, the importance of, okay, you've reached, one has reached a certain level and to move forward, you got to humble yourself and get some coaching. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, you know, I don't know how McDonald's does it. They stay up there at number one, you know, I don't sure about the numbers, but I I think they're probably number one in sales and, you know, of fast food. And I think they They are, they are the, they are the largest restaurant in the world. They serve more. And you know this because I directed for them. They serve more meals across the world than any other restaurant. And how do they do that? They, how do they stay on top? The thing they got that got them there is the thing they have to keep doing to stay there. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the thing with um, coaching is, you know, you need, you need to continually receive coaching in order to stay at a level where you want to be and to grow beyond that level into a, to a, a higher level of proficiency. I didn't realize the difference it made until I started doing it. And I'm, it's just mind blowing. The things you, the things you look at on a, on a page of copy and how you read it and how someone else hears it and then in, instructs you to do it differently. It's a fascinating process and it's i think very necessary heard a story years ago about jack nicholson and uh, someone looked at his script it was sitting uh, in the little bag next to his chair at a movie set they looked at it opened it up and he had marked all these little accents underlines and accents on his part uh, what he was going to deliver based on inflections I go up high here, I go strong there, I go soft there. And the other thing he said uh, that, that they found out was that 
Michael Caine, I'm going to switch actors on you. Michael Caine said the most important thing about acting is to listen and react. Everyone's always thinking yeah. about their next line. Uh, Michael Caine said, don't think about your next line. You should already know that. Listen to what the person across from you is saying and react to that. And then you're on the way to good acting. So how does that work? You, you yeah. mark, do you mark up your script? What do you do for you? Um, I mark up my script. I, I read it through, you know, as if, you know, just to myself, like in a dry take. And then I go back and mark up words that I think I need to, to emphasize. You know, every commercial, whatever, you know, whatever product it is, most, most commercials we hear are, are trying to engage us in the idea of, of trust and acceptance because, you know, they want us to buy their product and, and, and trust them. And all that comes through um, in a commercial, in a, you know, in a, with a skilled professional who knows how to bring that out of those words to sound as if they're not reading, even though they're reading and to connect with the listener on such an intimate level that the listener goes, yeah, that's, that's what I think I want to do. And it just takes work. I mean, the um, I went to a convention down in LA a couple of years ago and one of the big VO guys was talking about coaching and he said, he said, I don't know if this is true or not, but he said, I heard that Meryl Streep, every time she signs a contract for a new movie, her contract has to insist that her acting coach has access to her at all times on the set. Wow. And he said, and he said, if Meryl Streep recognizes the need for coaching, who do you guys think you are? Whoa. And I went, wow. yeah, wow. That's, wow. that's heavy. Wow. Like, like she really needs a coach you would think, but she realizes that she needs someone else to tell her how she's doing and how she could make it better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, let you me, know I think let me... Stella Adler said that, that, the you know, the concept of listening and, and acting, and it's so mm -hmm. true. Um, and I think th that's the difference between, you know, radio read and, uh, and voiceover read. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the separation of just pulling words off a page and announcing them to becoming part of that that text, that text having a backstory with you, or, you know, you, you're so ingrained in it in terms of it has become you that you just say the words and people go, Oh, oh that's what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Every time. It, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's fascinating. I, I'm never um, at a loss for curiosity with this business really good conversation with professional narrator and voiceover artist, veteran Jeff Lamucci. Join us next time for the next episode. Thanks. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.